Hi, I'm Dania. And I'm Chloe, and welcome to the April Politics Podcast. So today we'll be talking you through a number of topics. Uh, first stop is the Colin Beattie uh, fiasco, and then uh, Peter Muro's arrest, and then... We're also going to be talking about some other topics that have led to the SNP downfall in past months, yeah. such as the ferry fiasco and the gender recognition, recognition reform bill. Perfect. So um, I think you've got more information on the Colin BT uh, <laughs> topic, so introduce us. Yeah, so if you haven't already heard Colin Beatty, the MSP for Midlothian and Musselburgh, um, who's also a member of the SNP party, and was the SNP treasurer, was arrested on Tuesday the 18th of April at 8am. Um, he was previously a banker and that may go for him or against him, but he was an international banker. Okay. And he has been arrested in connection with the S controversy. This started when the SNP raised £666,000 through referendum um, mm-hmm. related appeals from the time of 2017 to 2020. But questions have raised when there's only 97 thousand pounds of that money left and nobody knows where it's gone that's very uh questionable it's shady very shady indeed (laughs) um Um, he was the former treasurer and if you don't know what a treasurer is they basically hold all the finances okay for a political party so the tories will have one sorry the conservatives will have (laughs) one (laughs) definitely (laughs) the labor's labor government or whatever they'll have one yeah, to be fair, I wasn't very familiar with the treasurer's role, so this kind of just gives you more uh, colour, I guess, into the story. Yeah, so basically just all the money that the SNP have raised, um, Colin Beatty is in charge of that. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that he's been um, arrested in connection with missing money. Yeah, no, definitely. i definitely say this one. I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... He was held for 11 hours and then he was let go without any charges. So whether they have something on him or not, I guess we'll have to find out. Mm -hmm. But the First Minister did comment on this situation. And as we now know, Hamza Youssef is the First Minister now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And he's ruled out suspending Mm -hmm. Colin Beattie from the party. Mm -hmm. So as of now, Colin Beattie could still... I don't know if he's going back to his... uh, job as the treasurer yeah. but he's not been suspended from the SNP okay neither has Nicola Sturgeon it seems to be that Hamza Youssef is sticking by these people that have been wrapped up in this controversy yeah. I think I uh, saw a quote where um, when police were trying to interview him he said that he couldn't really uh, comment on this as the investigation is still going on still so, ongoing yeah yeah so um, it's definitely uh a controversial one, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think Hamza Youssef is maybe stuck in a hard place right now. Definitely, yeah. He doesn't want to turn his back on people that have maybe supported him getting mm-hmm. to where he is. Mm-mm, definitely. But um, I think when you're new to um, this whole uh, kind of community, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's quite like you really you really do need to make sure that you plan every step that you take because, you know, yeah, the media is. Totally, and I I feel like Hamza Youssef is maybe getting a hard time at the moment. Yeah. But people have a right to be worried, especially yeah, when yeah. they've backed the SNP for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, 
according to Hamza Youssef, there's nothing criminal going on in the SNP just now. But as we all know, politicians lie. <laughs> exactly. They lie and maybe they don't do it intentionally, but mm-hmm. that's what happens. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, so it's it, it definitely is a story where there are lots of gaps that still need to be filled for sure. Totally. But um, um, so I think the second topic we um, wanted to cover today was the Peter, Peter Murals, my pronunciation. <laughs> uh, so Peter Murals um, arrest. Um, he was the uh, he's the husband of the former first president Nicola Sturgeon, and um, he's been uh, um, arrested regarding the connections to the National Party finances. Oh, another um, one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are you surprised at this point? <laughs> um, so Peter Muir was questioned this Wednesday morning, actually, after being taken into custody. Um, he uh, he actually resigned as the chief executive last month. Um, you know. Yeah, just after his wife resigned as first minister. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I remember. I think Miss Sturgeon was uh, present at the house actually when uh, the police came to arrest him. Uh, like at seven thirty-five this morning. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, I think uh, the there is a formal police investigation that's going um that's going on now with the SNP's fi- uh, like finances. I know that they were um. This was an ongoing issue since July 2021 after they reviewed uh, several complaints about the um, how se- like certain donations were used in the SNP. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there was a statement that um, Nicola Sturgeon came, uh, commented about um, regarding this topic where she said that every penny of cash um, that was raised in online crowdfunding campaigns would um, be spent on the, inter- on the independence drive. You know, so I think um, for now, since this is still an ongoing uh, like investigation. Yeah, there's limited what you can really say, say about yeah, it. Definitely. You don't really know whose side to take or what's right at this point. But yeah, I think there's there's definitely um, a lot of gray area that totally. needs to be uh, like, I think, discussed and looked at. Yeah. Um, there's two other topics that are led to the SNP's downfall. They're in mm-hmm. a right state just now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it maybe leaves way to say that Labour might make its way back in mm-hmm. to Scotland at some point because I don't feel like we're a conservative country. <laughs> but after all this drama mm-hmm. and a couple of other things that have um, led to this downfall of the SNP is the ferry fiasco. Oh, yeah. So basically, the SNP commissioned um, Ferguson shipyards to build them ferries for the people of Scotland to use. Um, And they went over budget and it took an extra seven years and it led to really a lack of confidence in uh, the people of Scotland had in the SNP. And it was really something that got brought up quite a lot Mm -hmm. um, on conversations on Twitter, Facebook, all of them. And it caused a great deal of people to lose confidence in the SNP when they've been such a powerhouse in Scotland for so long now. Definitely. I mean, Nicola Sturgeon was First Minister for eight years. Mm-hmm. Some loved her, some hated her, but yeah. she, she still, she was still First Minister for eight years mm-hmm. and met a lot of different Prime Ministers from England. Yeah, definitely. Um, Nicola Sturgeon got caught up in, just before she resigned, was the Gender Recognition Reform uh, Bill. Uh, do you know a lot about that? Um, I think um, it was regarding uh, people. 
I think, changing their gender uh, on their birth certificates. But um, I think that's all I remember. Yeah, so um, basically the Gender Recognition Act hadn't changed since 2004. Mm-hmm. Hadn't been reformed or anything like that. And obviously things have changed drastically, even in the last past five years with the trans people, people identifying as different genders. And yeah, Nicola Sturgeon put through this put forward this bill that was passed by MSPs um, that would allow people to change their legal gender from the ages of 18 it was at to 16. Mm-hmm. So it meant that 16-year-olds could change the gender on their birth certificate and it removes the diagnosis of gender um, dysphoria. Um, so basically trans people have to go to the hospital or doctor's appointment and get this um, diagnosis. But they don't have to do that anymore in order to change their uh, sex on their birth certificates. And it's changed the waiting time from two years to six months in living in your chosen gender. So what what do you think about that? To be honest, um, I think the first thing that kind of concerns me slightly is having young children like six when like I'm thinking about to when I was 16 and 18 I was never really concerned about things like gender or anything you know I just wanted to know what the new boy band was like Mm -hmm. that time or not just generalizing you know um obviously like we are in a more advanced world now and um I think the younger generation are like growing up quicker Mm -hmm. you know having like a more developed mind and everything but I feel like um, a problem with this is when you give children this much freedom and authority to kind of make huge and drastic changes in their lives it can be a bit problematic in the in the long run because as children we don't really have experience in life we don't really know what we want especially in your teenage years you know you're still kind of figuring out who you are what you want to do in life so I feel like um, having um, the flexibility or that that much freedom to change such a big part of you and your identity and even changing something legally you know um, about yourself uh, during that age is is quite I, I I wouldn't say like it's slightly concerning just because like children shouldn't really be thinking about this at that age you know they should just be thinking about what they want to study, what they want to do, like, you know, um, I just feel like this is something that could just end in a very messy and unorganized, it will just cause chaos, I feel. But obviously, that's a very biased, uh, one-sided opinion on my side, but... I think, yeah, yeah, I think, um, I, I agree with you at some points, I mean... If I looked back on some of the things I decided to do between the ages of 16 and 18, (laughs) I would be mortified if they were forever decisions. Yes. But being trans is something that I I don't personally understand. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how it it affects you growing up, what kind of Mm -hmm. effect it has on your mental health. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if this can help, I I hope it can, because I can imagine it's quite a tough time. Mm -hmm. But there has to be proper ways to go about it. Definitely. And I, I don't know if this is it. Um, I think especially when it's something medical, um, you can't just really give yourself... Because with this, you're kind of just giving yourself a diagnosis that and you're just diagnosing yourself or kind of verifying yourself as a trans person. Mm-mm. But then again, you, d- you, you don't really have any biological or even medical background to really support your your, you know... 
mm-hmm. um, your argument. And I feel like people may abuse this, you know, like, yeah, I think there's a big, uh, a big chance of this going easily out of hand. Um, I think maybe they are kind of over, uh, like glorifying in a way this, uh, this bill. And I think that's why that might, that could be one of the reasons that it has still been, been blocked because I think when you want to make such a big decision like this, you really need to look at the damages first before, you know, just uh, focusing on the positives of this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, um, yeah, I I mean, it's, it's a, you know, people have very different opinions regarding this issue, but I think on my, th- on my side, I, I think you really need a medical, uh, at least a medical uh, verification to be able to change something on your birth certificate because this is a legal document at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, and this legal document will not just be used in your in the UK, but when you travel, when you apply to jobs, when you, you know, yeah. it's it, it really is a big game changer and a big factor of your life. And especially if you have the flexibility to change it at such a young age, I think it's a very dangerous tool. Yes. I I mean, I I agree with you on some points there mm-hmm. like I think that's a really smart argument to have against this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen with this bill yet. Um, it's currently been blocked by Westminster for the first time ever mm-hmm. that's ever happened um, under Section 35. And that's a whole different topic. But mm-hmm. we've discussed the points of the downfall of the SNP today. And thank you for mm-hmm. listening. Yeah, thank you so much.